<clears throat> I've got a few guests coming on today, like Chip Roy, that uh, got a few things to get off their chest. Me too. First, let me tell you about Sweat Block. Sweat Block, I went to the Indy 500 this weekend. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a problem at all standing outside. No sweat tacos. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, because Impressive. yeah, because sweat block didn't have to worry about giving people hugs, you know, nothing worse. Did My children still to, working. They, 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 did they have to worry about it? Yeah. They saw me coming with hugs in there. I was like, they were like, no, 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 no. Let me jump out of the speedway. Anyway, you apply sweat blocks at night and then you'll be protected from embarrassing and uncomfortable sweat for days. I can get about a week out of it. Seven straight days of straight up confidence with sweat block. Try it now. One of the kind sweat block wipes today. You'll get them for 20% off at sweatblock.com if you use the promo code Beck. Or you can get these magic sweat block wipes on Amazon at amazon.com. But why not save 20% now? Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck. All right, yes, here we go. Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. It is Monday. Oh, man. I can't wait. Oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, that's even better. Anyway, I just cannot wait to talk to you about this new budget deal. Boy, the Dem- the Democrats, oh, they're so upset by it. And the Republicans really did a great job on this. Boy, they really. They have just, I just want... All of the Mitch McConnells and all everybody else that was involved in this budget deal, they're like, oh, this is the greatest. They all hate Donald Trump. Congratulations. What you did just, I think, may be the reason why Donald Trump in the primary, absolutely unstoppable. Unstoppable. Because no one trusts you weasels. But I feel a little passionately about it, and I'll talk about that and some good news coming up. First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Jason from Texas wrote in. He said, yeah, I'm nine-year-old Great Dane who has a thyroid problem. Until recently, she slept 23 hours out of the day. That was before she tried Rough Greens. I can't believe the difference. She does a happy dance all the way to her bowl now. So much more uh, active. She's jumped up on my shoulders twice last week. She hasn't been able to do that in five years. Been amazing transformation. Jason, I'm so happy to hear about your dog. I I hope you don't live in New York. For some reason, Stu, correct me if I'm wrong. The littlest and the largest dogs. There's no medium-sized dogs in New York City. None. You yeah. either have a little yip, 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 or the largest <laughs> dog in the world. 
I don't know why. I don't understand it. But Jason, thank you so much. Look, if you want your dog to be healthier, happier, more active, would you try Rough Greens? It's not a dog food. You sprinkle it on the food, gives them everything they need, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants. Right now, the first bag is free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN33. Oh, boy, Stu. I, whoo-wee. Wow. What a weekend, especially in politics. Wow, was it delightful you know i finally hit that point where i'm tired of all the winning <laughs> i i am now just exhausted they had the chance mm-hmm. they were ahead they had everything going for them <laughs> really is amazing everything and yet again they snatch victory no no snatch defeat, defeat from the jaws, the jaws of, of victory. victory yes again Again. Yeah, I mean, I, they had all of the leverage and all of the momentum. You've made the Democrats fold on like several for the big first positions. Time! For the first time they had it. Do you know that from what I understand, we don't know until everything is all written out because both sides are saying something different. But from what I understand, there is no budget ceiling. It's like, yeah, well, you can, you know, but in a year from now, I don't know what we're going to do. You know, you don't necessarily have to have a ceiling. So, the, <laughs> yeah, there's no number. There's no number. They're just there's, saying. There's no number. There's no number in the future. Right. Good. Yeah. Good. So good. that's really good. That's yeah. really good. And there's never even a thought that, I don't know, maybe we should just not spend this much money and hit of course this deal. not like you know if you were at home and you kept mm. uh you you're, you took out a credit card to pay for a oh, home I'm loan so and you took out a credit card this to do this and you do that and then you're just like well the argument should be guys we shouldn't have any limits on these cards that's the problem it's like no the problem is you keep spending so much more oh than you're gosh. taking in Stu, i know it feels i feel like I'm it's in the never 1800s. just it's not it's the same as your home it's not. I'm so tired uh, of hearing that. It's not, not the same as when you have debt at home. You're right, because I don't have $31 trillion of debt. Nobody does. Nobody in the history of the world. America, God bless America. We're number one again. Okay, so... um. <clears throat> I believe I air, before wait this started, you said, you know, Stu, we're going to start with some good news. <laughs> yeah, well, I believe that's what you said to me yeah, off the air. I, and, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't remember. I mean, I, I, it's not that I have a lot to say on this <laughs> and that I've got, oh, a few others that will join us today that also have a lot to say about it. <sighs> but I just try to try to get, you know, I want to have some passion. You know, so I got to get wound up a little bit. So I have some passion about this topic. We'll address the rest of it in hour number two of this broadcast. Now, um, let me give you some good news. Alan Dershowitz. I want a parade for Alan Dershowitz. I want to. He is officially. I don't care. I don't care. OJ Simpson got off. Fine. 
this <laughs> this works this works for me okay george george or elon musk has been accused of anti-semitism because of his criticism and mockery of george soros this is this is an op-ed from alan dershowitz mr soros is jewish mr musk isn't but mr musk stands falsely accused Mr. Soros is an active participant in politics and his Jewishness shouldn't shield him from criticism. Furthermore, no single person has done more damage to Israel's standing in the world, especially along so-called progressives, than George Soros. His financial support multiplied the influence of two major organizations that have done the most to shift the left-wing paradigm against Israel. And he goes, he just Mm. lays it out. Um, his organization created by the goodwill and the free world to fight violations of human rights, which has become a tool in the hands of dictatorial regimes to fight against democracies. This is from Natan uh, uh, Sharansky, former Soviet dissident. Uh, he said, it's time to call a spade to spade. The real activity of this organization today is a far cry from what it was 30 years ago. Who changed that organization? George Soros. He gave him a hundred million dollars, the largest gift by far that Human Rights Watch ever received, according to the New York Times. Blah, 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 blah. Mr. Soros has had pernicious influence on American domestic issues, such as funding leftist candidates for district attorneys who have politicized law enforcement. Unlike Mr. Musk, I haven't compared Mr. Soros to Magneto. I love this. A Marvel supervillain who, like Mr. Soros, survived the Holocaust I wouldn't make that comparison. <laughs> Why? He says, I wouldn't make that compar- comparison because I've never heard of Mr. Magneto. <laughs> well, that's a good reason to not make a comparison. That's a great reason. Great reason. Oh, he's so great. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Old Navy now has joined the list of stores closing in downtown San Francisco. Uh, Due to rising crime. Huh. Who would have seen this? These major cities are being hollowed out. And it's just not going to last. If the rest of America shores themselves up, the storm that is coming will wipe this from the face of the earth. Um, Now, good news on the ESG front. Insurance company Lloyd's of London has announced its exit from a net zero alliance for insurers. This is the sixth insurance company in the last couple of weeks. The net zero alliance convened by the United Nations seeks to commit group members composed of the world's leading insurers and reinsurers to fight climate change. As part of this, members have to transition their insurance and reinsurance underwriting portfolios to net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. On Friday, Lloyd's of London quit the net zero association, took the total members who have quit. I'm sorry, not last couple of weeks. One week, last week alone to six, which represents a fifth of the total 30 members uh, since March, the total of 10 members have walked. Yeah. Yeah. Good. This is really, really good. Uh, 
How about this? How about this one? Germans are questioning. Remember, you American, you right wing American, uh, hate mongering, uh, malinformation delivering conspiracy theorists. We're not banning gas. We're not thinking about banning gas stoves or gas heaters. We're not doing it. Except we are. The Germans, such right-wing conspiracy theorists. Germans are criticizing a government plan to ban gas and oiler uh, and oil boilers and replace them with electric heat pumps. Germany wants to become net zero by 2045. To this end, the government recently announced it's going to ban gas boilers, effectively forcing people to switch to heat pumps because our electricity will be much better for the planet. Yeah, because we won't be making any. The cost of the ban is estimated at over 9 billion euros or $10 billion. uh, And that's Annually, annually until 2028. So they're upset about it. They're starting to march in the streets as well. Uh, how about this one? This is the first. This is the first time. This is how you know climate change is complete bullcrap. Okay, because insurance companies are still writing 30-year insurance policies for Miami. Well, I thought it was going to be underwater. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of construction in Miami, too. I don't know if you've been there recently. How do you get the insurance companies to do that? They're writing it. Wait, it's all going to be destroyed by water. How does anybody afford insurance on an island or on a coast or in Malibu? Okay. Uh, They can do it because global warming is bullcrap. Now. State Farm General Insurance has now stopped accepting all new application for business and personal lines of property and casualty insurance today for California. Now, see, see, you can't get insurance. Yeah, yeah, because now they say due to historic increases in construction cost outpacing inflation, rapidly growing catastrophe exposure and challenging reinsurance market. The change does not affect existing home insurance. uh, If you already have that, just new. State Farm is one of California's biggest insurers, the biggest home insurer by premium volume. They say global warming. But what they're citing is uh, wildfires, Mudslides, all from global warming. Yeah, all, all of it mm. from global warming. So, uh, so here's what's going to happen. Um, State Farm pulls out and says, "We're not going to insure anything anymore." What happens? The government will step in and say, "Well, we gotta have insurance," and so the United States government will step in. To insure all those houses that really shouldn't be there, California. I mean, if you're worried about wildfires and mudslides and the coastline, you should just pack up all those houses and go away. 
you should go someplace like Puerto Rico. No, I like Puerto Rico. You should go someplace. Well, maybe you'll be happy in Canada. I usually like Canada, but my love affair has gone away. You'll be happy there. They're already putting people to sleep. (laughs) No pills for grandma. Let's kill her. You will love Canada. Now, let me take a one-minute break and come back and tell you about Target. (laughs) I feel... I feel so bad about what's happening to Target. (laughs) Yeah, their losses are starting to pile up. People don't seem to be slowing down on this. And you'll never guess, you'll never guess who's involved in making sure that they're ESG compliant. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? It's almost the same group of people that wanted those crazy... You know, the transgender nuns at the baseball game, remember they were canceled and they were like, whoa, whoa, we didn't realize our conscience. We couldn't sleep at night doing that. This wasn't because of pressure at all. We want those lesbian trans nuns right here for baseball because baseball, apple pie and transgenderism. That's what we've always said. Hmm. Yeah, is it? Or was there a wee bit of pressure? We'll go there in 60 seconds. Garrett, listener to the program, lives in South Carolina, hurt himself a while back lifting heavy boxes. That's why I don't do it. I make my wife do it. Anyway, uh, why would you convince somebody else, you know, to not lift the box? No, no, sit down. Some people are early adopters, but Garrett was not one of them. So he heard me talk about Relief Factor every day on the radio for about a year, and it took him that long to decide, okay, I got to try it. You know the story. After a few weeks, he began to notice the pain going away. Within a month or two, he was essentially out of pain. These days, he can lift up to 50 pounds. This is God's way of telling you, don't lift anything. Get the broads to do it. Garrett got got his life back. Is that really what it tells us? That's what it tells okay, us. That's okay, what God's okay. saying. Oh, because okay. God's a man. Oh, and you know, in what do you think, Adam and Eve? He is Adam, and he's like, "Who's going to lift the boxes? I got to make a broad." Anyway, three week quick start, nineteen ninety five. It's a trial pack, not a drug. Developed by doctors, hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about seventy percent of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-RELIEF, 1-800, the number 4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. (laughs) You don't know that's not what God sounds like, do you? I guess technically no. Do you? He might have been a... Big Paul Mall smoker in the day. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Whoa. The 50s came around. I got <laughs> kind of lost in that camel cigarette thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there were bomb threats apparently at Target, but there weren't bomb threats at Target. So everybody was freaking out. See, this is what happens when you target LGBTQ people, except... It appears as though it was from LGBTQ people. 
But we found out that they are not violent. The extremist right is, but they didn't send it either. It appears as though this was Russian disinformation. What? Yes. We've tracked it down. The Russians are trying to make us hate each other. You think so? You think so? Now, the only problem is I have absolutely no trust in our FBI. FBI came out. Well, we tracked it down. Those are Russians. Was it? Weren't you guys tracking down uh, the Russians with Donald Trump? Yeah, but that was, you know, that was different. He really did do that with a prostitute in a hotel. Oh, did he? So here's some good news. Target has uh, has lost about $10 billion. Stock keeps going down. Uh, people are leaving. Now, we just found out that they are big with educational uh, people, special interest groups. Not necessarily not necessarily associated with the teachers unions, but they are with uh, GLSEN, G-L-S-E-N, which is a bunch of other people that a lot of them are in the LGBTQI2+. Don't know what the S is. But anyway, it's a, it's a great network. And they have been working with the schools uh, to make sure that teachers keep all of the information about your children uh, transitioning there in the school. No, we're not going to tell any parents. The great thing is, if you didn't think Target was a problem before, I just want you to know that they donated at least $2.1 million to Glisten so they could, you know, teach the districts and the students how to hide their transgenderism and their transitions from their parents. And I think that is, yeah, yeah. So if you just wanted a little extra, you know, understanding of why maybe you shouldn't be pushing what I believe are the greatest shopping carts in America, why you should not be pushing those shopping carts, Mm -hmm. how about that one? I mean, you know, Unless you don't have a problem with Target helping people in school keep information about your children from you. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, there's more. Uh, When things are falling apart, let's be honest, what isn't? Uh, My Patriot Supply is there. Now, I cannot imagine... Lines at a grocery store. (laughs) The supply chain breaking down. What? Oh, please. (laughs) Okay, don't panic, but I have a feeling that is a possibility. So, what do you do? May I suggest you call My Patriot Supply. Order your three-month emergency food kit today. Save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. MyPatriotSupply.com. Just go there. They ship fast for free. It's all in an unmarked box. I'm asking mine just to be, you know, marked with 
you know, transgender porn. Because then they'll never look into it. Nobody will have a problem with that if that's what I'm collecting. My Patriot Supply. MyPatriotSupply.com. Save $200 right now. You will not regret it. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save yourself 10 bucks on Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Took my grandson to the uh, Indy 500 this weekend, and it's it's unbelievable. And Indianapolis is the greatest city, and possibly in America. And I spend a lot of my free time attending sporting events. That's one I've never done. It's it's that, oh, it's, it's great. great. I love it. I love it. I haven't been there in thirty some years, um, but uh, I was a little spooked because the last time I went. It was the year where there was a crash and the tire clipped the head of somebody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. And this year, right at the end of the race, tire came off the car and went over the audience. And I'm like, it's me, isn't it? I cannot come to Indianapolis ever again. Uh, But nobody was hurt, thank God, this time. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's continue our conversation about some of the things that are going on uh, that are just so great with Target. Target, we we told you now that they are they are all in, all in, uh, and they're spending all kinds of money to make sure that your kids get the message that you don't have to tell mom or dad that you're transgender. And I I want to thank Target for that. No, I didn't know I was funding that when I when I would shop at Target, but now I'm glad I know. So I can support them. Now, uh, do you remember the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence? I do. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stu. I was waiting. I, 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 was I thought that was a hypo, sort of a hypothetical. No, no. I just really needed to know if you remember. <laughs> I do remember. They're, okay. the, they're the Catholic, anti-Catholic group. Yeah. That uh, does really nice dancing on the cross. They use it <laughs> as a stripper pole. Yeah, that's And a bunch great. of men dressed as women go up there. And and, and, and Jesus is on the cross. Oh, and oh it's, yeah. That's right. That's and right. And it's wonderful. And get, you'll never guess who was originally one of the nuns. Uh-huh. I've, I do have a guess on this oh, one, do? and Go I ahead. love the story. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's a person who we all know and love. We love them. Uh, a person who Shops is very well-dressed yeah. because they shop, shop for the, the airport. airport. Discount, deep discount prices. <laughs> Zero dollars. for Only cost you prison time. Right. That's it. And I guess that one actually may be uh, yeah. coming soon for Maybe. our friend Sam Brinton. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The uh, the mad nuclear man-woman that likes yes. to shop at the airport. That anyway. we were told finally yeah. uh, was that they were able to break the whatever ceiling there is against people who dress in women's clothes and are nuclear scientists. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever, <laughs> whatever window the, that is, yeah. ceiling that is, yeah, he broke they've it. broken it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's now in prison. Anyway, or <laughs> thank you. You know, maybe uh, if we had, you know, any kind of justice in this country. Anyway, uh, back to the nuns. Do you remember they uh, the nuns went and they were going to go for the Dodgers? 
right? They were going to they were they were invited not, for the Dodgers for a big transgender night, and not even just like a pride night. Okay, this group comes in; they're Correct. offensive. It was a hero of the community award, right? Well, well, <laughs> right for all of the things that they have done. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Okay, so anyway, people were like, um, "I don't think so." And so the Dodgers were like, hey, our fans are kind of pissed. So they cancel. But then, thank you, ESG. Thank you, Biden administration. Thank you, public-private partnerships for getting the average person out of the driver's seat. So we now know that the California Teachers Union... Um, called the Dodgers up and went, uh, I don't think so. They were part of the pressure campaign. Mm. And apparently the ones, because, you know, students' lives are at stake. LG, and if you don't have the nuns. If you don't have the, the fake the nuns children doing will strip die. Jesus on the cross with Jesus, the right. kids will die? The kids will die. Wow, these okay. are very vulnerable mm. lives. <laughs> very vulnerable <laughs> lives. Okay, so they caved. And they agreed with the California Teachers uh, uh, Union uh, because, you know, and I think this this might be a, a little unfair of the teachers union to say to them. But they said in their letter to the uh, Dodgers, our students are watching what happens on and off the field. Now, call me old school, but that sounds like a threat. Call me old school. I don't think uh, a teacher's union should be using our children as a threat. But maybe that's just me. It's a great. We were just talking about this a little bit off the air uh, in a situation, a hypothetical situation where you're out somewhere and and the children come up to you and they give you the very sad eyes and they say please may i have some more please would you please buy my candy to support my little league tea or whatever and of course you know you know most of the time it's not real but it's a kid's asking you for something and so you kind of feel obligated yeah no i would rather if it's a scam Look, I'm not going to give you 10 bucks for the candy, but I'll give you a, a buck because you're out working at least. Right. You know what I'm I mean? Giving it a whirl. <laughs> Look, right. sir, the, I could tell you about my soccer team, but it doesn't exist. This is <laughs> exactly. actually just a sham. You know what? I respect your honesty yeah. and your thievery. But this is a <laughs> this is a version of that where I do not respect the honesty or thievery. Yeah. Uh, because they, they just use, oh, well, your kids are going to kill themselves. I mean, think of... Th- I, every once in a while, I really do have uh, sympathy for these parents going through this because, I mean, if you think about it, we talk about this all the time. What's the truth, right? The truth is a boy's a boy, a girl's a girl, right? But when you're a parent, right? And you hold on, just a second. Mm-hmm. For future tapes <laughs> to be played in the court of law, I completely disagree. With okay, that. there you go. All right, good. Now go ahead. You're out of the you're out of the gulag <laughs> for another day. Uh, but you know, we know what the truth is here. The but if you're one of these parents, right, your your kid is going through a, tr- a a very emotional, you know, trying time. They are incredibly sad. They are questioning everything about themselves. You try to get them help from a medical professional, and that medical professional tells you if you don't go along 
with the crazy progressive treatments we want to throw at you, your your son, your daughter will kill themselves. Yes, you might you might have to deal with a daughter mm-hmm. instead of a son, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's much better than a dead son. Right? Like that is legitimately what they tell these parents Correct, and, I know. and they're terrified by I know, this. I know. And I, 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 I it is extortion. It is. It is. And evil. And evil. So, uh, listen, thank you, Bud Light, for helping that community do that to us. I appreciate it. Target, thank you. Thank you for keeping all those secrets from the kids, from the parents, from the kids. It's great. You, it's right. We're going to shop for our school supplies there in Target, get all their school clothes. So then they can go to school. And with your money, Target, you're telling the, the teachers, you go ahead and keep all that really important information away from mom and dad. So thank you for that. By the way, if you would like to, uh, you know, have your voice heard. Uh, Go to TellTargetStop.com. TellTargetStop.com. This is actually a petition that's going to be delivered to Chip and Joanna Gaines, who I really feel bad for because I love Chip and Joanna. Love them. Love them. Love them. Think they're really good people. Uh, Think Magnolia is wonderful. They have changed an entire town. Mm -hmm. uh, And I just love them. However... I also know that this has to be driving them nuts and people have to take a stand. And so this position is um, is just asking them to be a voice within Target to help restore sanity here. Um, also, you'll get all the information where you can e- email Target uh, uh, Target executives. He used the word Target. Yes, because I'm talking about Target. <laughs> He's calling for violence, telling them to stop normalizing transgenderism with our children And uh, tweet to Chip and Joanna. Tell them that we stand with them but need their help uh, with Target. It's uh, Chip and Joanna. You can just tweet them, but go to TellTargetStop.com. I I don't know how this would work, but if you were to get an indication that they were working on this behind the scenes, would that be satisfying to you? Yeah, if I heard it from from. Joanna, I don't really trust Not you, Chip. Chip. Don't really. <laughs> Wait, if Chip told you, you'd just be like, no, I don't believe you, Chip. Let me talk to Joanna. I know who wears the pants in the family. No, I mean, because I, I, I am conflicted on that because part of it is speaking out publicly, but they probably do have a lot of internal uh, influence. Oh, my gosh, yes. There. They have to. I, I don't even know they how. They have to. I was watching um, the, the Succession finale, which aired this, this weekend, mm-hmm. and they have the little... Um, the, you know, the lead up is like, hey, here, here are all these shows that are coming up. And you see Chip and Joanna's face. They've got some HBO show coming up. Yeah, which may and cause like, them to be silent. How? They they have successfully. Yeah. They are, again, they're not an outward conservative. Like, they're not like conservative activists, they, as far as no, I know. No, they're not activists. But they're religious. But the, yeah, they and, are and, outwardly and, religious, outwardly, but not activists. But like the fact that an outwardly religious and maybe somewhat conservative couple is able to be allowed in Target at all and on HBO at all is a real, I think, a victory for conservative culture and and religious well, values. Yes, I, 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 it's I, not really a victory. It's the way sh- things should be. A victory you know? in 2023. Yeah, okay. you know? yeah. In uh, some dystopian Blade Runner sort of yeah. way. <laughs> like 2018 yeah. would be like, of course, obviously. Hey, they didn't kill the home improvement people. <laughs> uh, so let's let's mark Woo! that up as a... Yeah. Uh, 
But it is so I can. I mean, it's a tough balance for somebody like that. I do think, and I, I think you know. No, you've I been, feel you've for been them. thoughtful on this when you've been talking about this because I, I think you really do. I love them. Yeah. I love them. I think they're great. I, Don't know them. Wouldn't mind. You know, you want to stop by? I got some questions about my house. But bring some stuff from your bakery. Right. Which uh, is delicious. Tell TargetStop.com. Go there now. Summer is here, and that means it is time to beat the heat with Blinds.com Memorial Day Sale happening right now. Save 45% on selected products plus doorbusters. Do you know how Memorial Day started? Of course I do, Glenn. I don't have time to tell you right now. All right. Well, maybe you'll save that for it's. It's an amazing. I had no idea. No idea. You don't even care about our history. Well, maybe you can go over it later. Now that you know. (laughs) No, I'm going to let you do that. Oh, good. Uh, Okay, your home is going to look a lot better once you've got new window treatments from home uh, from Blinds.com. Blinds.com, the easiest way to make your windows look great and and super easy. You don't even have to install them if you don't want to. I mean, some people are like, I like to do it myself. I don't understand those people. But installation at checkout, you can do it yourself. Get help uh, with picking everything out by talking to one of their design experts. It's all free. They actually helped us save money. It's really, it's like, do you work for Blinds.com? You just told us to buy something cheaper. Yeah, but it's better. I know. Are you, do they know you're saying this? Blinds.com has covered over 25 million windows and counting. They have 100% satisfaction guarantee, and they have tens of thousands of five-star reviews. It is Blinds.com. Shop their Memorial Day sale now. Save 45% on selected products plus doorbusters. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. When I heard Glenn talking about American Giant, I wanted to see for myself how good the clothing really was. And it is. It's fantastic. Uh, it really is great. Uh, everything I've worn is so well made. My wife uh, loves it too. And she has high standards. Uh, she really does. I asked her what she thought. She bought a, a pair of their uh, leggings. And she told me it was material like she's never worn before. Uh, perfect fit, super comfortable, was bragging about them all weekend. Uh, 13 years ago, American Giant rescued a clothing factory in North Carolina that was going to shut down. They wanted to show that Americans could still manufacture clothing and make it better and cheaper uh, than the stuff that came, you know, I mean, like, look, you go overseas and what do you see, right? Uh, It's cheaper quality, of course. Uh, Here, of course, you can make higher quality stuff maybe, but it's also a lot more expensive. Uh, you know, they've been able to... Because really... we don't make it with slave children. <laughs> That's kind of important, right? <laughs> to me. I, I, to I, me. I, there are lines and there are lines. Uh, this is They make the best hoodie you're ever going to wear. You're going to absolutely love it. The perfect Father's Day gift. Uh, stand up uh, for the American giant in your family. It's made with American cotton, American workers, American quality. For Father's Day, let your dad know that he's an American giant. It's clothing that lasts so long, it gets passed on from one generation to the next. You will love this stuff. Buy American at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Use Glenn's name for 20% off. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, hey, there was something that happened at the Indy 500 that was uh, controversial, I guess. I loved it. You remember Jewel? Yeah. Okay. Love her. The singer. Just love her. Yeah, the singer. 
I think I was one of the first programmers in America to play her music. Was I not? Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah I do. We did. We certainly played it a lot at the station we worked at yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and I think I was one of the first programmers in America. And we've met her several times. She won't remember me at all. But she is, I, I love her. She sang the Star Spangled Banner at the race. And I will tell you, Indiana, I love you. Race fans, I love you. You are the greatest collection of Americans. I mean, not all of you. There were 350. And, you know, uh, I went into the stands uh, and, uh, you know, there were a few drunk people there. A few. Right, really? Like, get out of the way. Sit down. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I think I just barfed on myself a little bit. <laughs> it's a sporting but event. It's a sporting <laughs> yeah, event. The but they're just so great. And 350,000 people, um, at one point, they say, before the race, they say, it's Memorial Day. Please remove your hats. Stand for a moment of silence. Okay. And sometimes, you know, you do a moment of silence and people are kind of quiet. Mm. And the moment of silence is like, you know, 10 seconds, like moment of silence. Okay, that's good. Let's move on. This time it was a full 60 seconds. 350,000 people complete. You could have heard a pin drop completely silent. Then they followed it with a prayer. Then they did Jewel with the Star Spangled Banner, and everyone was appropriate paying attention. The Scottish guy behind me, uh, I looked at him and said, would, th- would that happen in Scotland or in the United Kingdom? He said, Glenn, I filmed the whole thing because I have to show it to my friends and family back home. No one would believe this. It would happen anywhere. It was so cool. That's cool. Here, now, this was controversial because she changed it. I loved it, but here's Jewel. Performs our national anthem. Can you see the What so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming whose brown stripes and bright stars through the perilous fire. Now, apparently, all the ramparts we Apparently, she got hammered by the press. They said people were really split on this because she changed some of the notes, the arrangement a little bit. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. That sounds like a nice version of it. It's a little different, but it's her style and it's Jewel. Yeah, it's what you'd expect from her. Yeah, it's a big deal. We love you, Jewel. We think it was a very good. I just, I, just, I mean, I, for me. I sat there and uh, through that 15 minute period, man, it was hard to even for me to even speak. It was I was so choked up by that. It was so great. Indiana, thank the Glenn you. Back program. Uh, all right, is this uh, home title lock? Okay, home title lock. Our t- home's titles are online now, and uh, you know if a criminal accesses your title, what they do is they forge them, and they can. 
take out loans against your property. They can get you kicked out of your house. It's happened to a lot of people. And this is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. So what do you do? Have you ever checked your home's title to see if you still have have, uh, control of it? My guess is no, because you're, you know, a, a person with a life. Uh, but home title lock, they don't have any lies over there. They just, they don't care. All they do all day is check your home's title. And they do. They dedicate themselves to making sure that you're protected from this crime, which, if you get hit with it, destroys your financial future. Home title lock can help shut all of this down. And it's what they do. They do it better than everyone else because they're obsessed with it. So don't risk this. Uh, make sure you protect yourself with home title lock. How do you know if some criminal hasn't already taken over your, the title of your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up and get 30 risk-free days of protection when you use the promo code BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. HomeTitleLock.com. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, I don't know about you, but I heard about this brilliant maneuvering by the Republicans. Whoa! I mean, they had everything going in their favor everything going in their favor and then they walk in and they say mr president we're not giving you anything not one thing we're gonna give you about 4.3 trillion things that's what we're gonna do and he was boy he buckled under and uh boy he just joe biden He lost this one. Thank you, Mr. McCarthy. I think that was fantastic. I mean, or not at all. But we'll talk about that coming up in just a second. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm always for a good steak. Yeah, I know it's the middle of the morning, but you could put eggs on and, and a giant juicy steak. And if you judge me, you're no friend of mine. If you don't judge me, join me. Uh, I would like to try, uh, try to um, change breakfast from, you know, bacon and eggs just right to steak. I don't care if you even add egg. You could have Fruit Loops or just bowls of sugar with it. As long as you have a steak, that that's healthy. And I'm a doctor, man. Okay? I'm a doctor. Now, you want to stay with your traditional bacon and eggs? They got that, too, at Good Ranchers. Great, great meat. Great uh, pork bacon, you name it, fish, they have it, and it's all from America. (laughs) I know, who knew we did that anymore? Goodranchers.com, goodranchers.com. Right now, if you use the promo code BECK, you'll save $30 off any uh, any box. It's Good Ranchers. You can feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat that you're putting on the grill and on your plate. It is yummy stuff. Oh, and by the way, I know this inflation is just transitory. It'll never go up from here. 
especially anything coming from a farm. If you're uh, doing business with Good Ranchers, your price is locked in. GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Wow. So, Stu, I don't know. Have you ever seen anything quite like this uh, with the Democrats? I mean, other than every other thing that they've ever done. (laughs) Yeah, it's a shocker. Yeah. Uh, I was really stunned by the outcome. I'm going to make a... And by the way, it's not even over yet, we should point out. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make a a prediction that if this stands th- that Donald Trump has just won the primary because who's going to vote for a democrat or a republican who is going to vote for a republican I mean I'll vote for the republicans that I know now are standing against it Ted Cruz, Chip Roy, Mike Lee, among those, the Freedom Caucus. I'm sh- I mean, I have not seen DeSantis in his uh, position on this, but I would not assume that he'd no, no, be no, in but, favor of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying he would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm saying is when you don't trust the Republicans, you want somebody you know will just go throw bombs into the Republicans, you know, House and Senate. And I don't mean literal <laughs> bombs. <laughs> we He's have the to guy sure. who behind the target bombing, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I uh, so you're saying, I, 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 tell me if I'm right on this. Your theory is essentially people will be are so frustrated at the outcomes of these things where Republicans give up all their leverage and, and fold every time there will be an anti-establishment Republican yeah, pushback I, I told, and that will lead to Donald Trump I told winning. Everyone who would listen to me in Washington this last year, right after the election, you lose, you lose possibly forever. If you don't do the things that you're saying you're going to do, no tricks, no illusions, you have to actually do it and you have to do it every time. Otherwise, you fail. Nobody's going to nobody's going to trust you because they don't trust you now. And I don't think you win another election. So is it just a. a, a a feeling sort of thing that people will just be so frustrated with it. They'll just go to Trump because they see him as the, as the anti-establishment guy, yeah. even after he was yeah. president. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's just not, a, he's yeah. not a part of that. I think there would be pushback by some uh, that might note, you know, Donald Trump did a lot of really good things, but oh, I, I will I say agree. spending, not a strong suit. No, it wasn't. Not, the, the spending I'm, I'm stuff not saying was that. Not, I'm not saying that. Uh, what I'm saying yeah. is the Democrats themselves, or the Republicans themselves. See, I keep mis- mixing <laughs> them up. It's hard to tell them apart. It's isn't hard it? to tell them At apart. Uh, mm-hmm. The Republicans themselves have such. You know, last week I was even saying, "When's the last time you heard me talk nicely about Republicans?" Uh, uh, very rarely, and you've Rare. been doing it a little bit recently. I have been. Why? Because McCarthy played this so well the whole time. He had them. He. Had them. And you, I think correctly, but you are saying they just didn't get enough out of this. I mean, they got something you could argue. What? 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 They they put a cap on spending at 1% for the next six years. So let's not go back to where we were. And you can still grow the government, but only by 1%. Mm-hmm. How about we go back to 2019? And, and let's be, I mean, look. I don't want to be, you know, some people will call me a little uh, skeptical and maybe a little pessimistic, but 
those cuts are not lasting. No. The ones where they say they're going to be, well, we're just going to keep it this way until 2029. Yeah, right. In 2025, they'll just come out and pass not only the increases they wanted, but more increases and retroactively pass this, the dollars they didn't get if they actually cut any. But I mean, I think you could look at stuff like they reclaimed uh, some COVID money that was supposed to be spent on COVID and wasn't. And they were able to claw that back. You know, there were they raised one of the, the work requirements for some food stamp stuff from 50 to 54. Like there's stuff like that in there that you could say, OK, I mean, and that's a not moderate gonna, improvement. We're not going to you know, not even a moderate, ba- a tiny improvement. We're not going to bail out those uh, those people that went to school and took out those big loans. We're not going to do it until all the way in August. <laughs> wow. So like I, if you were to say. Like, let's say, like, I don't even know what their scenario is. Maybe, you know, six months ago when there was no pressure on this and they just wanted to get it out of the way and they said, look, we'll go along with a, with a debt ceiling increase if you give us a few things so we can say we got to win. That's kind of how I thought this would turn out at, at the end anyway, right? Like, where, like, Republicans would get a couple things because they do have some leverage. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't really amount to much, but they would be able to come to us and say that it was a win. That may have worked six months ago. But when you go down this entire route and you have Janet Yellen coming out and saying the deadline, the X date is you know June 1st or June 5th, it's really close. And you have all this leverage and you go through this whole thing and you're winning. The American people in poll after poll after poll are saying, uh, we can't. Don't raise, don't, the, the, don't raise it. Don't, don't raise, raise it, it unless you have real cuts. And you get all the way to the, uh, you're on the Indiana, Indianapolis 500 and you're coming around that final corner and then you just turn the car off. And it's like, and you, it just doesn't seem like they got anything out of this in comparison to what was available. You know, I would have, I've said this before. I would take a trade in which the only thing Republicans got was the Reigns Act. Yeah. That's it. No spending well, cuts at gone. all. Kick that's it off to gone. 2025. It was in the original gone. deal. Just get that one gone. thing that would change the structure of government and gone. really improve it. And no, no, they kicked that no. out. No, and it didn't. Would have changed the structure. It would have restored yeah. the structure change of it, our government. Right. Change it from what it is now to something that looks like I don't know America, <laughs> the and, Constitution. And that was, you know, something that was was one of the first things they tossed. You know, all the climate stuff they had in there that was all gone. All of this stuff got, you know, all the stuff that would have really made a difference was gone. And what what happened was. You have stuff like, well, they saved, what was it, $20 billion on the COVID thing that they supposedly clawed back. We'll yeah, see supposedly. what happens with that. I'm yeah, not going to get a dime of that back, Glenn? I don't think I'm going to get no. a dime of that back. And I don't want a dime of that back because it was funny money it in the first place. Right. Just exactly. burn it. <laughs> exactly. Give it back to the people we borrowed it from. So is that better than like whatever it was going to go, whatever slush fund it was going to go to? No. Uh, I mean, you know maybe what? The 1% a- in military spending wipes that out. Exactly. Like 10 times and over. And they will pass 10 things before the end of the year that wipe out all that savings. Correct. So, like, and none of it really makes a difference, but they're going to be able to come and say they got something, which, yeah, I don't know. except they didn't cut the uh, green subsidies in the Inflation Reduction Act. Nope. So, we got, we got that going. That is the mm. most destructive bill in American history. Let me say that again. It's the most destructive bill in American history. That's quite a statement. It's the most destructive bill in American history. And they did nothing. They did nothing. Really? Nothing? Nothing.
thank you, Republicans, for nothing. See, my my problem was I thought I'm going to give them another chance. I'm going to give them another chance. No, uh uh-uh. Nope, not going to give them another chance. Nope, nope. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you and good night, everybody. You should just you should just let McCarthy and the Republicans like Mitt Romney, who was like, this is the greatest deal ever. Didn't give them anything. Really? Nothing. Ha. Huh. OK, so spending is frozen at fiscal year 2022 levels. What? 20, 2022 levels. Okay, all right. And it doesn't look like there's a dollar limit to the debt ceiling uh, increase that comes with that. So. Because that's a confusing one, right? So there's two options, I guess, to raising the debt ceiling. One is changing the number. And two is basically, hey, we're going to ignore this law until this date. Is that what they did? They did the second one? We're just going to ignore this law until this date, basically. We've passed a new law that will ignore the, the old law until a specific date. Right. And so there's no cap at the top. Mm. No cap. And no, by the way, no cap. Yeah. And Do I you sh- think these people understand <laughs> that? It's like, we're going to be super responsible with that. I mean, Glenn, there's not even a thought about actually just staying under it. No. Right? There's no... You can have a bunch of different kind of debt ceilings, right? You can have a debt ceiling that I think most people have, which is, hey, our debt ceiling is we spend less than we take in. <laughs> right. That's a debt ceiling. Right. Right? And that's what we try I'm to gonna do. I'm going to go crazy and say, spend everything that you take in, but you don't spend more than you take okay. in. Okay. That's another kind that's of debt That's a crazy ceiling. one. But that's even reasonable. Then you might have a debt ceiling and say, hey, we took out uh, three credit cards and the spending limit is 30000 and we need to stay under that. We can't go past our limit. We're not going to take out new credit cards. That's another kind of debt limit. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not the kind that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. The debt limit they're requesting is one that every single time they get near it just gets higher. That's not a debt ceiling. It's nothing. It's just a, a, just a, a, just a bunch of nothing. In fact, there's even one in between there, which is where I think we're what we kind of have now, which is we're definitely going to take out a new credit card. But when we get close to that credit card, let's discuss our future plans a little bit. We're going to get a new one, but let's discuss our future plans. Let's negotiate a little bit and try to figure out maybe we can trim some costs. And then we get up to there and we don't do it. And it, it turns into what the Democrats want as a debt ceiling, wow. which is just a constant, wow. like a subscription service for new credit cards. They have just come point. every year. Everyone. Why even ask? Let's just have Visa send us a new car with not a new a limit v- every it's year. It's not a Visa. It is an Amex black card <laughs> that you can put anything on and they don't call you. No preset spending no limit. No preset spending limit. And by the way. Uh, they do have a plan. Oh, okay. okay. They talked about it. We need those 87,000 new IRS agents. And the Republicans stood up and went, no, I think you're right. Wow. This is, whew, they care about you. I am so mad about this. Trying to get Chip Roy on this morning. Mike Lee is, Mike Lee is pissed, which is like, 
I'm very angry right now. <laughs> We're going to talk to him. Uh, I, I couldn't help myself. Mitt Romney tweeted something yesterday and blood shot out of my eyes. So I, I, I had to say something. I don't even remember what it was that I tweeted back at him. But uh, <clears throat> I am going to be so happy to help anyone running against Mitt Romney. Anyone. I will take an old shoe or a dog that has been strapped to the roof of Mitt Romney's car. I, whatever. That's a very good deal. I'm very proud of us. Okay. Thank you, Mitt. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. I mean, you know, you don't have a horse and buggy in uh, the garage at home. You might wish you did. Nope. Uh-uh. We won't be able to grow the, the, the hay and the oats to feed him. So forget that. Anyway, um, when your car goes down, uh, it's going to cost you a lot of money to repair. And you're going to have to repair it or sell it broken down. And then what? Buy a used car that's twice the money? <laughs> I mean, this sucks, Right. If you have CarShield, you're not going to be put in that situation. CarShield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts, more parts than ever before. And I highly recommend you get catastrophic uh, uh, insurance for your car. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, no extra cost. And your price, once you lock it in, it'll never go up. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. CarShield. CarShield.com. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 20%. 10 seconds, station ID. Ah. Just heard Chip Roy is uh, ready for us at the top of three. I don't know if he's passionate. I don't know if he'll have anything to say. Where are all the Republicans like him? Doesn't seem like there's a lot of them. There's few. Uh, there's few. But I, there are a few. There's a few. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chip has been great on this stuff and he's been, you know, very outspoken. He doesn't care. He occasionally will take views that piss off his own side which is something i really appreciate mm-hmm. from uh from politicians and he just does not seem to be care does not seem to care about the consequences uh mm-hmm. with the standing among uh you know washington he does elites. not he doesn't care, care. He, he just does what care. he thinks is right he and doesn't care he might agree with it he might not agree with it every time that's what i want i want somebody yeah. i want okay somebody like davy crockett who you know uh, or yeah davy crockett that said you know to hell with the rest of you. I'm going to Texas. And he said that to Congress in Congress from the floor. <laughs> yeah. To hell with the rest of you. I'm going to Texas. I want that kind of guy. By the way, uh, you know, we wouldn't have this problem if we, I don't know, knew the foundations of our country. We knew that we have to build our house on stone and rock, solid rock and not on sand. That's what uh, this summer's museum is all about. There are, uh, I'm making an announcement here of a second uh, city. Uh, first one is in St. George. Uh, we've sold almost 10,000 tickets now. 
uh, and we're almost we're reaching the max. So if you want to go in St. George, you got to get your tickets. Um, it'll take you about 90 minutes to get through the museum. I'll be there. Um, it's going to be it's going to be great. And it runs for about 10 days and then that's it. And then on July 7th and 8th. So we close down July 4th and pack everything back up and we're trucking it up to a little teeny town in uh, Idaho called Dayton. And we're holding it at their public school, their gym, because it's the biggest building they have. Uh, and I'm trying to help them uh, with their building fund and uh, also a public library, help them build that. So that is July 7th and 8th. Uh, there's a private dinner on both nights, only about 40 people uh, on each night. So it'll be you and me. Um, there are tours. I'm going to be doing um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of these tours myself. So make sure you get your tickets. Again, that's Dayton, Idaho. Dayton, Idaho. Did I say Dayton, Ohio? I hope not. Dayton, Idaho, uh, July 7th and 8th. Get your tickets now. These are going to sell out really quickly. Um, UnitedWePledge.org. So it's in uh, southern Idaho. UnitedWePledge.org. Not making any money on any of this. Of course, it does end in a gift shop, and all that money is going to buy more things for the museum. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, ask, but, ask Tanya about this. She knows any purchase made in any relation to this program is going to buy, buy Glenn more documents. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the She's not real happy. Beck family She's policy. like, you better sell a lot of t-shirts, mister. <laughs> but all of the ticket sales are going to um, United We Pledge in St. George, which is this great project uh, around liberty, and then um, to help build a library and school in this other small town. And then it going back into the vault, and I don't know when it will come back out again. But uh, check it out, unitedwepledge.org. Get your tickets right now. They will sell out quickly. And just to clarify, just go to any local Dayton. Is that the way this works? Uh, no. No, it has no. to be a specific Dayton? Dayton, Idaho. Okay. Dayton, Idaho. So if you're anywhere in Idaho, make sure you join us this summer. Uh, the weekend right after the 4th of July. And in St. George, some tickets are still available. The week before 4th of July, uh, you can get those all at the same place. UnitedWePledge.org. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, so uh, John lives in Kansas. Did I tell you that uh, Chip Roy is joining us in a half hour? He was just trying, we, we're trying to get a tranquilizer dart into him just to bring him down just a little bit. He'll be joining us, uh, uh, Mike Lee, next. Uh, John lives in Kansas. A few uh, years ago, he had a back injury. He was Every single day, he was in pain, tried a number of different things to make it go away, dull it down, but nothing worked. Fortunately, John listens to this program. Good taste, John. You know what you're doing. Anyway, he heard a certain very handsome, probably the smartest guy he's ever, ever listened to. His words, not mine, kind of. John was skeptical at this point um, because he had been living with his back pain for years. He decided to give it a try, order the three-week quick start. Well, son of a gun, that radio man turned out to be a genius. He said he feels better than he did before his injury. Am I right or am I right? Right? Good heavens, man, I'm a doctor. Go get Relief Factor now. Try the three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number four, Relief. ReliefFactor.com, 800, the number four, Relief.
Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Now, I, w- I want you to, if you're on the side of the road, pull over. Uh, and I want you to notice the man who uh, the, uh, the Tribune in his own state, a rag of a newspaper, says, He's just out of control. He is a, he's an extremist. <laughs> is coming on the air here in just a minute. And uh, you're going to see him flaming angry. <laughs> This is the extremist, flaming, angry version of Senator Mike Lee. Hello, Mike. Hey, Glenn. I'm just foaming <laughs> at the mouth here, just getting ready. To, you know, I've got to live up to the hype after yeah, I, that intro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and usually a flaming, angry extremist starts with, hey, Glenn. Um, anyway, uh, Mike, I know you are really upset, and I am as well. I think um, the GOP... I. I've told you this for a long time. You guys have to hit it out of the park before this next election. Otherwise, the Republicans are done. I gave McCarthy the benefit of the doubt. I thought he was playing it well. What the hell happened, Mike? What happened? Yeah. You know, look, the Republicans in the House got off to a really good start. And that was very complimentary of Speaker McCarthy when they passed the Limit Save Grow Act. It had a lot of really good reforms in it. And I, I don't think any of us. Um, uh, had any certainty that it would end up becoming law that way. We knew it would have to go through a set of negotiations and we would end up with something perhaps slightly less than what the Limit Save Grow Act proposed. Well, not perfect. That, that, that bill was something I was eager, willing, and, and ready to support. Uh, and, and could have supported even something a little less than that. Hold but on, Mike. Happened, hold on, hold on. Hold on just a second. Take a breath. Try to reel yourself back in. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this. For anybody who ever says, hey, he's an extremist, this is him hot. <laughs> so go ahead. So go ahead, Mike. Sometimes, people, I, sometimes I have to interpret people that when I say, this could have been better for me, that means this is absolutely horrible and and you know, a lot of my colleagues would be using uh, words that begin with an F. Right. And, uh, uh, and you use really mad. Right. You uh, use the H word as in horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Sometimes even heck. Yeah. Uh, that, that's been known to happen, too. But look, this thing, um, the Limit Save Grow Act is passed by the House would have saved one point or would have raised the debt ceiling by one point five trillion dollars. And it would have saved in year one alone something in the neighborhood of about a, a trillion dollars in the, just the first year. So, uh, depending on which accounting method you use, it was a, a, either a little under, a little over a trillion saved in the first year alone and would have saved uh, about five trillion over the 10 year budget window. But the New Deal just suspends the debt ceiling uh, until January 1st of 2025. And many people are estimating that that means a $4 trillion debt ceiling increase. Mm -hmm. There are other people, uh, some on the House are now saying that it might actually be closer to $6 trillion. Nobody knows for sure. What the hell? What what happened? What happened? I mean, no RAINS Act. I would take this exact thing 
if you gave me the Reigns Act. Yeah, I, I, I think I could go there as well. The exact same thing, even with as weak as the other protections are. If they threw in the Reigns Act, I, I could probably go there. But they took out the Reigns Act and substituted it for a, a regulatory pay-as-you-go measure, uh, which sounds pretty nice at the outset in Section 263 of the bill, until you get to Section 265 of the bill that makes clear that the director of OMB, in his own unlimited discretion, reviewable discretion, can waive it. So it doesn't doesn't really do anything. It claims to have an automatic CR to cut spending by 1% if if, uh, spending bills aren't agreed to. But when you read the fine print on that, as I've done, it doesn't do that. It gives Congress a three-month uh, waiting period in which to enact an omnibus to get around the 1% cut altogether. Mm. So frankly, Glenn, I, it's a, there's, there's not a whole lot of give here. It, 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 if this is a quid pro quo, as any negotiation between Republicans and Democrats should be, there's, there's a whole lot of quid and not much quo. And we got kind of screwed here. So why... How is he defending this? Why are others defending this? I mean, wh- what what happens next, Mike? Is it over? Or have no, they just reversed the situation to where now the Democrats have the high ground and we again are trying to defend a hill that is just going to get bloody and we'll just get smeared? Yeah, that's the thing is that we had achieved a lot of high ground. Uh, public opinion was starting to cut in our favor on this. And had he been able to hold out for just even a few more days, I think the negotiating posture would have improved substantially. And I think the big mistake here was moving forward with this without consulting actual conservatives who actually wanted to cut a lot of actual unnecessary spending and otherwise bring about pro-growth policies and instead decided to just uh, rely on the uniparties to do the work for them which has become an all too easy and common tactic here. And perhaps he believed, I, you know, look, I like Speaker McCarthy. I really do. And I, I've appreciated the fact that he has tried to keep me up to date on, on a lot of this stuff. I think he genuinely believes that this stuff will do more than it will. But I have this nasty habit, Glenn, of insisting on reading the operative language before I'm asked to vote on it. And I've read it, and I don't think this does what he thinks it does. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, so, uh, so is there a is there a battle between the Republicans and can it? I mean, I would assume the the Democrats are all going to vote for this. They say they're angry, but they're not. Um, you know, they get unlimited spending. They get they get whatever they want, really. Um, uh, so, are they are the Democrats going to be united in this in the end? And uh, or, or is there a chance that the Democrats will split on this? And the Republicans will split, and so there's nothing that happens. Yeah, well, well, it's it's dangerous business to speak for any other member of Congress. I will predict right now that you'll end up seeing this uniting Democrats in a way that it will not unite Republicans. Correct. I think you you, you may well uh, you're likely to have more Democrats vote for this in both chambers than Republicans. Uh, but regardless, uh, this is something that will have the support of a lot of Democrats. It will definitely have the support of more Democrats in the Senate than it has Republicans. And uh, that should tell us something. Look, uh, elections are supposed to have consequences and they should matter here. 
we're negotiating this almost as if uh, we hadn't just taken control of one House of Congress, Nuts. which we had, and almost as if there hadn't been a big debate specifically on this type of legislation, uh, which, which there was, and which was supposed to lead to a better result. The other thing, Glenn, is what frustrates me about this is he's acting as if we really are under the gun, as if we have to do we're this not. or Armageddon is going to ensue. But, you know, we're just... We, Secretary Yellen has now magically uh, affirmed that the true X date in her uh, judgment is now June 5th. It was June 1st, just a few days ago. Then she and, moved it to June And that's 5th. a lie, Mike. She would, and the president would have to say, we're not paying and, and prioritizing what bills. They would choose to default. It wouldn't happen because of, of any negotiation. They would have to choose to default. Am I right or wrong? You, you are right. And it's also true that there are a number of, of financial analysts and policy experts in this area who look at the daily uh, receipts and outlays, uh, budget information put out by the Treasury Department, and say that we might well make it all the way to June 15th without actually running short on anything. And that if we did, uh, the influx of cash that we get from the quarterly tax payments coming in on June 15th would be more than enough to take us probably well into, if not to the end of July. I'm not saying we should wait till the end of the line to do this. I've been advocating that we start on this since January. But my point is, why now? Why why is it all of a sudden now that they say this is imminent, it's immediate, the whole world's going to blow up? That's not true. We're not going to default. Default was never really on the table. It still isn't. So it's better to get this right than to get it done fast under this false pretense that we have to do this immediately. It's just not true. Well, Mike, I thank you for fighting. And I know there's others in the Senate that are fighting against this. Um, But I, I think... You should make it very clear to all those who are who hate Donald Trump that you may have just handed him the uh, the nomination for the Republican Party because the people you had one shot. You had one shot. And I think you blew your one shot. Not you, but I'm saying the Republicans blew their one shot. And uh, if they don't pull this one way out of the fire, I would accept this exact deal except with the reigns act that's not good but it's much better than this and that only restores government to the way it was supposed to be in the first place but anyway i digress um i'm not as calm as you are mike but but at the end of the day glenn this makes me very concerned look i'll, I'll support whoever gets the, the nomination yeah that I, I, I wish Donald Trump were still president today. If he's the nominee, I'm happy to support him. I'm happy to support someone else if yep. they do it too. I worry about our ability to elect anyone president of the United States as a Republican. Yep. If we do stuff like this, yep. because when people look at this, they're they're right to ask. No, With you, Republicans like these who need Democrats. You this don't. Is what Democrats do? This is the uniparty in action, and it's wrong. You don't. You didn't hear me say that you just made him president. I said you made him the nominee. Whether any Republican can be uh, can win now with a bunch of people like this is beyond me. 
I don't know who's going to walk through a wall of fire. I don't know who's going to say, no, well, they're doing the right thing. The people at 62% were saying enough of the spending, enough. And you just gave them four to six trillion dollars and no real ceiling. This is good luck. Good luck, Republicans. Good luck. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Glenn. You bet. Thanks for having me up. You bet. Senator Mike Lee. Now, we're going to go to somebody who's known to be a little more reserved, Chip Roy. (laughs) And and we'll see if we can get him ramped up a little bit. Uh, I tried to hold Mike back as much as possible. but uh, I think it's interesting he signaled he'd be open to maybe just doing that Reigns Act version of this instead. Or I don't know if he was saying In 30 seconds, explain the Reigns Act. Uh, basically, we know how these uh, three-letter mm, agencies. Know, agencies come out and just be like, hey, we're changing a rule and it's going to affect our economy by hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. Uh, and they just do that stuff. The Reigns Act, one of the things, main things it does is basically makes it so Congress would have to pass it. If they're making a law that's big enough to spend uh, to change the economy by I think it's over $100 million dollars, it has to go through Congress. Well, the, the, that's all. The latest is uh, on food. Uh, John Kerry was introducing this weekend what we have to do at the farm level. And it is it's going to cause starvation. It will that you will have people who cannot find food all over the world. And this one will hit us as well. The Rains Act would stop that. But thank you, Speaker McCarthy. For proving that I was wrong last week and absolutely right about you when you were running. Back in a minute. For years now, big mobile phone companies, uh, like so many corporations in this country, have been dumping millions of dollars of your money into leftist causes. You think you, I told you about Target earlier. Target, given $2 million of your money... To Glisten, which is the you know gay and lesbian uh, thing that is just pumping money into our schools, and their main thing is to keep your kids' transition secret from you. That was paid for by two million dollars from Target. I'm sick of it. When you have an easy choice, make it. You've already demonstrated it with Bud Light. They're hemorrhaging. Cancel your big tell phones. Cancel them. Sign up with Patriot Mobile. Now, patriotmobile.com slash back. We got to support the people who are supporting us. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Patriotmobile.com slash back. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to give you an address of something. If you want Target uh, to understand, you answer to me, not to BlackRock. Uh, go to TellTargetStop.com. TellTargetStop.com. Um, there first, there's lots of things you can do there. First, sign a petition that's going to be delivered to Chip and Joanna Gaines, asking them to use their voice within Target. 
to help restore some sanity. These guys are on our side, I believe. Uh, although Chick-fil-A just came out with their new uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion policy. I don't, don't even understand that, Chick-fil-A. Don't understand it. It's tough because you, for these things to be effective, people have to be united and focused on something. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. Bud Light worked because people were focused on it. Target may work as well for the same reason. Might. But it's a lot harder, I think. Yeah, and it sec- is. And secondarily, I think it is going to be tough if now this week we're supposed to do Chick-fil-A and then next no, week it's something else. I, no. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I, I'm just pointing out that Chick-fil-A is is doing something I don't know, but they're all folding under the yeah. pressure. Mm-hmm. And so let's just focus. Uh, I don't know if it will work with Target, but it's worth a try. Uh, tell TargetStop.com. Go there now. Make sure you're not shopping at Target if you can all uh, help it. Um, the, the You know, I just gave some news. Out of the 30 insurance companies that have signed on to the net zero initiative uh 10 pulled out just last week that's a really big deal the insurance companies are saying you know we're not doing this esg game we're not going to do the net zero thing um they were all on board they're now pulling out and this thing could collapse if we stay strong and we chick, uh, pick and choose who we're going to you know, stop using. And we do it together in lockstep. I got to tell you, you'll change everything. The Glenn Beck Program. What's dad's style when it comes to clothing? Is he one of those cool dads who always wants to find a way to remain hip and well-dressed decade after decade? Or is he one of those dads who has to pass inspection every day before mom or the daughters will let him out of the house? In either case, you're... Your dad in your life is going to love clothing from American Giant. Since Father's Day is coming right around the corner, now might be the best time to introduce him to the amazing products at American Giant. American Giant was founded on the idea of making a difference with American workers, putting America back to work, American cotton, American farmers, and American quality. So much of what our country used to be was about manufacturing products, and that is long gone. But American Giant is committed to leading the way to show that we can still make quality. So their clothes stand for something, and they're great. Buy American today. Try this for Father's Day. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Use my code Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, for 20% off now. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Chip Roy joins us next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. 
I'm going to get right to Chip Roy because he's on a uh, uh, tight schedule here. So let's go to Chip now. Hello, Chip. How are you? Glenn, I'm doing great. Great to be on. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm on a tight schedule because we got to go fight to try to stop this thing. But uh, but happy to be on the show. Yeah. So uh, I, I, you know, I I really think that uh, Speaker McCarthy has just uh, given uh, the nomination to Donald Trump for any of these you know weasels who were like, I don't want Donald Trump uh, because he's an extremist. Y- you just gave him the nomination, in my opinion. Not that uh, Florida, you know, um, uh, Ron DeSantis is going to agree with this deal, but nobody's going to trust the Republicans after this. We gave you the benefit of the doubt, McCarthy, and this is what you return. It's what, four trillion or is it six trillion that they can raise the debt ceiling up to in the next couple of years? Well, let's just take it uh, piece by piece. I mean, look, you're, you're right that this is, I think, a terrible, quote unquote, deal. Uh, and for your listeners out there who are who are smarter than the average listener, uh, what we get is a date certain for a debt ceiling increase, January 1st, 2025. There is no actual dollar amount. So what that means is you essentially have an uncapped increase in the debt ceiling to a date certain. That date certain happens to fall in the middle of a lame duck uh, Congress, by the way, right? Or lame duck presidency, if we're lucky. What, what do we get for that probably $4 trillion of additional debt or more, depending on what happens with it being uncapped and able to be potentially extended? We get at best, in my opinion, if I'm being as generous as I can be to the people that negotiated this, is a two-year freeze in spending, a two-year freeze in spending roughly. It might go up a little, might be down a little, but it's basically a freeze, truly. And that's only for two years of actual caps. And for that, you know, you're going to see a slight bending of the post-COVID curve. Now, what does that mean? You'll see in the Wall Street Journal, and you see all these people out there saying, hey, they're bending the curve. This is historic. They're flattening it. Yeah. We heard all that same crap during COVID, by the way. This is just taking the post-COVID spending and freezing it for a couple of years while uh, we continue to feed the beast, the federal bureaucracy, and we do nothing, nothing to end the IRA subsidized unreliable energy. We have minor work requirements. We basically increase the age for SNAP and TANF from 49 to 54. And call that a win while not touching Medicaid. We have no RAINS Act pulling back the regulatory state. We get something called an administration paygo to offset the cost of regulations, but they can waive it, which means it's nothing. We uphold the student loans and punt it to the courts to make the decisions about the $500 billion of uh, picking winners and losers in student loans. The IRS stays expanded, minus basically $1.4 billion. Like you really can't make this up. And with all due respect to the leadership, they say it's historic. They miscalculated. They slipped into their old ways. I am going to meet with them today. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm trying to make it clear that I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that this wasn't sinister, that they just slipped into their old ways and they're like, well, we got to do a deal. Yeah, you can't do that. The, the no votes for mounting. Just- and if you're, if you're a listener out there, make sure every one of your members of Congress know, get their voice, your voices need to be heard. Vote no on this. We can still kill this and start over and do the right thing. I mean, I'd take this if you had the RAINS Act, but you got nothing. You got right. nothing. You have no reins, if you will, on this horse that is just being whipped to death in spending. 
Correct. I mean, that's, that is 100% correct. We got out of the deal that we did, Limit, Save, Grow, for a $1.5 trillion debt ceiling increase into early next year. We got a lot of really good things. Now, look, I'm not saying whether I think we could have gotten every single piece of that. I understand we've got to negotiate. I think that was the right starting place. But you tell me you're going to go jack this out two years to almost $4 trillion, and you're going to get literally not one actual full thing on the list of stuff we put in the Limit, Save, Grow Act. Not one thing. Everything was like some fractional piece of something on the list so they could say they did something, right? $1.4 billion off of the $80 billion of the IRS. And then say, see, we did something for the IRS. No, you left $78.6 billion of expanded IRS in place over 10 years. And you're trying to sell that to me as a victory. That's just not correct. This is old swamp thinking. This uh, is a you know course correction. Uh, let, let's, let's, let's just cut the crap. Old swamp thing. This nothing is changing with the Republican Party because the leadership, they're all swamp monsters. They're all swamp monsters. And until those swamp monsters, the monsters are put back out to pasture, you're not going to have anything change. You're not. You have a lot of good Republicans like you that have come up and they actually mean what they say and say what they mean. But until until those swamp monsters are taken out and and you know let them go to their nursing homes nothing's going to change i don't know why we should give them the benefit of the doubt that oh you know they're just that was oh we made a mistake what you had everything going for you everything now 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 what's going to happen the president made a deal he he compromised now the republicans are it's just these extremists being holding hostage the republican party it's the same thing over again yeah glenn look i agree with every word of it I just make sure i'm being very clear here i personally think this was a complete and total sellout of everything that we accomplished in january everything that we did in the first limit save and grow act and everything we accomplished with hr2 you're right i think it is a i think it is a betrayal of the power sharing arrangement we put in place that would protect the republican party to make sure we could advance the ball forward we are not blind to the fact that we have to figure out how to get 218 votes we understand that's hard we had a process that was working that process was completely abandoned last week. The deal was cut, and that was a betrayal of the agreement that we had reached in order to create something that we thought would work. That's what I'm getting at. So I'm going to try to fix that today. If I cannot, in the Rules Committee, when I go fight this in the Rules Committee, if I can't kill it, if we can't kill it on the floor tomorrow, then we're going to have to then regroup and figure out the whole leadership arrangement again. Yeah, I was going to say, is, you, you got it. McCarthy, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I wasn't for him. I, I thought he was a swamp monster. And just last week, I'm like, I, you know what? I think I got to give him credit. He's playing this very well. Now, he's just betrayed me again. I give the benefit of the doubt to the Republican and they just shiv me in the chest. So I want to be as clear as I can be. This is not the end of this. This is the process that we started in January. We showed that you can govern conservatively and win. We did it. We were doing it. They abandoned it. Yep. It is our job now to course correct. 
again, I've got you, you know, you did not to quote Rumsfeld and old Bushy, but you go to war with the army you got. Look, the bottom line is we were winning and we were demonstrating how to govern conservatively. So we're going to go do that today. We're going to have a press conference in 45 minutes. We're the, the 20 are strong. There are others that are with us. We are going to make our message be loud and clear. I'm going to make my message loud and clear in the rules committee. And then we will keep moving forward, trying to earn votes and try to build up where we need to head to, to do exactly what you just said. We got to make sure the American people are inspired. What I was trying to tell Republicans here is if we lose and we lose the vote because we get rolled, make it be the Dems and the squishes in our conference that roll us. Yes. Don't go and roll, a, you know, roll and cut a deal and then go try to sell me that it's not, you know, selling me out because that's what they're doing. They're trying to they're trying to snow me. Always they're trying to snow the American people and say, oh, this is a great deal. Always. It is not. You know, that chart that's going around that I put out on my Twitter account and social media where I make very clear uh, the side by side comparison of where we were and where we ended up. And it's not even close. No. Um, I know you have to run. So what do you want the American people to do? Anybody who still I mean, honestly, I don't know how many times you guys can say call your congressman because I mean, really, we have. Well, let, let me back up and just say for five months, we actually were winning. H.R. 2 was, in fact, an historic position for Republicans to take on the border. The first limit, Save, Grow Act, that was a pretty historic bill. So now they, they, they abandoned us. They failed. They cut a bad deal. It hasn't been passed yet. Just get involved over the next 48 hours. Make sure every Republican knows this is a bad deal. Make your voice heard loudly. Do it on social media. Do it to their offices. We're going to fight up here. And then we're going to regroup and figure out what the next step is to hold the line and make sure we're going to get our uh, leadership arrangement such that it's reflecting conservative principles again. I promise we're going to keep fighting. The 20 aren't flinching, Glenn. We're just starting. Good. Um, Love to have you and anybody else in that 20 that would like to come in and talk tomorrow about the progress because we have 48 hours. I'd love to have you back tomorrow, Chip, and just give us an update. Okay. Thank Happy you. Happy to do it. Either yeah. I'll do it or someone else. You Thanks, got it. Thank God you bless. so much. Bye-bye. That, that is the problem. We do have people in there that are really fighting hard. For the first time, I think we have 20 people that will stand. But it's all these mamby-pamby, wishy-washy. Look what the left has done to the country. Why? Because they will sell out every principle they have. They don't care who they stand with. And they're standing with Marxists. Well, I think we should give them some more money. I mean, I don't think it's... I mean, I don't want to be an extremist. You're being an extremist. You're standing for the Constitution. What is wrong with the American people? When did the Constitution, the longest-running Constitution in all of the history of man, the average Constitution, last 17 years? Back in a minute. I had to make up a commercial here, so let me tell you a couple couple of things. First of all, realestateagentsitrust.com. You want to buy or sell your home, you have an entire team of people working for you. 
And they're people that think like you. I got to tell you, I was at the Indy 500 this weekend. It was so nice to be in a town where people were kind to each other. I had somebody cut me off in traffic. Not, not kidding. Somebody cut me off, took a U-turn, really dangerous U-turn, right in front of me just to get in line. You know what they did? They got out of their car, and I'm like, oh, dear God, they're getting out of their car. They got out of their car, came to the window, and said, just want to apologize. That was really wrong. Really sorry. And I'm like, what are you? Would you guys, do you want any coffee or anything? <laughs> what are you? Where am I? You're, it's nice to be around people who think like you do, who understand decency and, and common sense. You want a real estate agent that's driven to take your home buying or selling experience to the next level and is full of common sense and thinks like you? Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll find that person for you. We got them all over the country. We only rep, I think there's only a couple thousand that we rep now. There's 10,000 plus on a waiting list. We don't take everybody and we vet and we watch. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the right agent for you the first time. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Also, I want to <laughs> I want to tell you about uh, Goldline. Goldline celebrating Memorial Day for the whole week with a special offer on their new and existing clients right now with all of the crazy economic news pending, the debt ceiling. Are you kidding me? Another six, possibly six trillion dollars by the end of this presidency. And you think they won't spend it? Of course they will. Everything is out of control. Centralized bank digital currency is coming down the pike. Dollar is being devalued. All of that. Goldline is just focused, focused on giving back to you this week. Memorial Day week with a special offer, both new and existing clients with every tube of 25 of Goldline's popular quarter ounce Mayflower gold rounds. You'll receive at no charge either five of the five ounce silver American flag bars, or you can opt to receive 25 of the one ounce Liberty Bell silver rounds this week only. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. <sighs> so the Texas House voted to impeach in the fastest impeachment I've ever seen in my life. Last, what was it, last Monday, you had the uh, Republican House leader stand up and, and run a session like that, like that, and then we're going to vote for another bill. Okay. Seemingly drunk. Seemingly very drunk. Ken Paxton came out and said he should be removed for being hammered. Okay. Next day, yeah, I, we should impeach Camp Axton. And they do it. <laughs> they impeach him. In like three days. Three days. I don't even know what happened. I mean, it was like, what? Wait, hold it. What? I mean, they had this investigation, I guess, going on for a long time. 
to look into accusations against Paxton. But like, yeah, I mean, it was we're in Texas. And, you know, you might know Ken Paxton if you're somewhere else. One of the best attorney generals in the nation. Right. Like you don't normally know what another state's attorney general is because, but people do know him because he's done a lot of, you know, really conservative things. And if, and, and and if he's, if he's guilty of a crime or something, fine. I'm no allegiance to anybody. You, you pay for your crime. Um, But that was just kind of, I I thought that was adjudicated here by the voters. Yeah, I thought so too. They had a chance to take him out a few months ago and they didn't. They chose to keep him. Right. And then he's getting, now he's getting impeached. By his own party. His own party for things he did before the election. And the guy who, who, the guy who was pushing it in the house is the biggest rhino of them all. He's now, he's currently fighting the governor over the biggest tax increase in Texas history. And he's also one of the guys responsible for killing the school choice. Yeah. Stuff, I mean, right? this guy is this guy, you know, makes Mitt Romney blush. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's like following me. <laughs> That's who you have running the Texas house. That guy is the guy that should be uh, impeached or or voted out. He certainly should not be the head of the Republican house. But dirty deals. I'm telling you, the GOP, if, 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 if there were only some Democrats that actually believed in this country still, that would stand up, five that would stand up and have the balls to stand up with five Republicans and say, neither one of you, neither the GOP or the Democrats are serious about saving this country. You're only worried about you, your money, saving your hide. And so many of you are dirty. We all took the same oath. And they may be Democrats and I may be a Republican or an Independent, but we're standing together because this is is destroying our country. I'm telling you that would be a that would be a beginning of a new party and the GOP would go away. That's exactly how the GOP made the Whig party go away. And it'd be done again, but you got to have bipartisan support. You got to have somebody who's a democrat that sees it and then you got to have people who are willing to go in and go, screw you all. I mean, I'm not just, I'm not going to watch my country burn down the ground anymore. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. I, for one, Glenn, am interested to see how all this will play out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for reminding me of that. (laughs) It's tough to remind. I know. That's the only way I can get through life anymore. That is my, that's my new approach on everything. (laughs) On everything. On everything. Mm -hmm. Kids, everything. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you've got an inoperable tumor. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know, you just take that attitude, everything's fine. Everything seems fine. I don't know if it solves all your problems, but it sure makes you good. Makes you feel good until everything explodes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, that's all you can do. I mean, until you're actually closing your eyes because of the tumor. Right. You know, you're Mm -hmm. good up until that moment. Then you're like, oh, crap, I should have done something. Yeah. But. Kind of treat the world as if you're just kind of watching observer. a TV show, right? Yeah, like an observer. You're an observer. You're an interested observer. Because we are observer. watching a TV show. 
This this is it's this, all theater. I mean, this debt thing theater. was all theater. All theater. It seems like the same thing with Paxton. I mean, you know, like again, like the, if Republicans really had a problem with whatever he is, whatever he they say he did, well, you could have, you know, done something about it before the election. But they wanted to not. They didn't want to lose the 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 uh, you know his win, I guess. Yeah, so, and his base. Right. You know, so people they leave would him go, in there. Wait a minute. Yeah, so they leave him in there, and then the voters say, okay, we've looked at this, and we say he's okay, we want him back in office, and they're like, oh, no, you can't have him. Yeah, I know you just voted for him, now we're going to get him out of there. Like, it's just so disingenuous. Even tell if you, you, you have something on the guy, which I, I don't know the they do. The lieutenant governor of Texas, you have the opportunity to crush now if you are the dirt strong program. as an attorney general. Okay, let me tell you about uh, Legacy Box. Uh, childhood memories are kind of funny things. The older you get, the more distance you put between you now and who you were then, the fuzzier the memory gets. It's kind of a shame because, I mean, I bet you have some favorite memories. How many of those memories were caught on film or videotape? They even have, Do you have a way to watch any of those anymore? They don't. You know, they don't make VCRs anymore. They don't make stuff that half of my cassettes are, are on. Uh, and I don't even know what's on them anymore. And they just do what everybody does. It's either sitting in the attic or it's sitting in the basement. Two worst places you could do, only surpassed by the garage. It's gone. You have to be the historian of your family. For a limited time, you can get started future-proofing your past and take advantage of an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Revisit and share special memories from your past. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. I've done it. You should do it. Take it seriously before it's gone. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Time to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. Well, let me just talk to you a little bit about if uh, you think you're hungry now. Uh, Joe Biden's special presidential envoy for climate, Senator John Kerry, made a revelation uh, this uh, month as he spoke about the need to, quote, transform the way food is produced in order to lower emissions. This is the next shoe in the Great Reset. It's the new crusade for climate activists. Food production. Uh, the, 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 the emissions have got to be reduced. Have to. I mean, most people. Well, let me just quote him. A lot of people have no clue that agriculture com, uh, contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world depending a little bit on how you count it, but anywhere from 26 to 33%. And we can't get to net zero. We, we, don't, we don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. So all of us understand here the depths of this mission. Reduction in fertilizer, land use, and cows are a big push 
uh, to seek the to reduce the emissions created by our food production, our food production. One idea that has been put forth uh, to, you know, to help reduce methane uh, is to shift to eating bugs. Another idea is to feed cows bugs to reduce fertilizer emissions uh, generated by by growing food for cows. So either you'll eat the bugs or you'll eat the cows that were raised on bugs. Uh, John Kerry said the agricultural sector, quote, needs innovation now more than ever. We're facing record malnutrition at a time when agriculture, more than any other sector, is suffering from the impacts of the climate crisis. He said, um, residents of Earth had only nine years left. Nine years. Nine years left. That's it. And I refuse to call climate change anymore. It's not change. It's a crisis. There are scientists who will tell you today the probability of a large portion of Africa that is a huge food supplier to the continent could implode in terms of agricultural capacity if we don't get under control what we're doing. 15 million people are dying every single year around the planet as a consequence of greenhouse gas emissions. Wow. Wow. I'd like to see that. In the atmosphere, in the air, which travels around, it drops in the form of pollution, warming the ocean at a record rate, changing the chemistry of the ocean itself without action millions of lives and livelihood on the planet and parts of the world climate crisis has has now got growth in agricultural yields by as much as 40 percent wow now he was speaking to let me ask you if you want to transform agriculture our food process from quoting them, not me, from seed to fork. Who are the first people you're going to invite to the table? Uh, Klaus Schwab <laughs> would be my first. Exactly. Yeah, anyone from exactly. the World Economic Forum. When do you get to the farmers? Oh, uh... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last? Well, they, I would yeah. say last. Well, just tell yeah. them what to do because they're stupid. Right. Um, That's the point. They have knowledge partners, Stu. Oh, good. Knowledge partners. And these knowledge partners are uh, meant to share best practices to increase the equitable diffusion mm. and positive good. returns to agricultural innovation efforts focused on adapting to and mitigating the effects of climate change. It's got to be flexible, inclusive, and targeted uh, collaboration focused on specific innovation areas guided by the values of openness and transparency. It is great. It's this, is, these, this always works out well. You know, when you well, take the people, no. like, like, for example, if you were to, like, put a system together where all you did was listen to, quote, unquote, experts and, let's say, health mm -hmm. And then not at all listen to what parents wanted. Maybe put the teachers unions in there, a bunch of other groups that are, but never ask the parents or the kids. And then afterward, the kids, you know, are, you know, 
had their educational lives destroyed mm-hmm. by the policies implemented by mm-hmm. the health officials that have no educational expertise mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, that would be an interesting system to to try. I'd be interested to see how that would work out. Yeah. Has that test ever been done? Uh, you know, I think it was once. Huh. Maybe, let's say, Long globally. Long time ago, though. Probably. Yeah, globally in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. And um, we've seen... It was the, a different world back then. Oh, yeah. The repercussions yeah. of it were terrible, yeah. but of course, they'd be different this time. Uh, well, of course, it always is. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, I could go back in history and say exactly what has been done here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't new. I mean, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. calling it new. Um, but it, this is uh, the Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, uh, in league with the United Nations Climate Change Conference, or COP28, uh, that's coming up in November. They're just getting ready for that. Mm. Now, um, I don't know. May- maybe it was maybe it was COP1 or 2. I'm not sure. But Mao tried this. Back in the uh, back in the fifties and sixties, it was his five year plan to transform farming. Yeah, and uh, it you know okay, there were five million deaths, but mm. when the experts came to him and said, "Hey, this is really not working out," he said, "Because you haven't tried hard enough." Mm-hmm. And so they did it for the full five years, and millions starved to death. But I think that was different back then. That was different. The experts you were different. No eggs, omelets. You know how they say. Yeah, you got to break a yeah. couple. Hey, you know, they learned some happen. important lessons, which we will not learn from. But they learned some important lessons with those millions dead. You know, some could say that this is exactly what happened in the Soviet Union. You know, strangely, two communist Marxist uh, countries that tried... This very thing. Uh, it's weird. Uh, but they, you know, of course, the farmers didn't know anything. So they killed the farmers. Uh, and then they just got some, you know, elites to go in and farm, which they know everything about farming. Everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. You, you know, because they've studied it in a textbook. Yeah. And people who, you know, put on suits and and uniforms and go work for the government for 30, 40 years, have a real sense of working with their hands. Yeah. You know, getting their hands dirty. Right, in the real world. Oh, yeah. They understand yeah. that stuff really well. Right. It always goes well when they micromanage it. It'd be great. Uh, I, I think farmers would be good if they were made up of lawyers because every time the crop failed, they could sue them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm suing that corn. Right. And that and corn would learn its lesson it next would, time. It would, and mm-hmm. it would grow next time be great you know i keep coming back to the idea that you know there there wouldn't be the all these farming problems if it wasn't for all these farmers amen brother you know just amen. i'm taking all the steps out of the yeah. communist playbook yeah. let's just learn well from i was them. thinking that there's you know we wouldn't have a problem with all these republicans or mm. you know all That's these uh, poor people if we just oh. got rid of all the republicans and the poor people Easy peasy. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that really stops the problem pretty quickly. It does. It does. And it always works out well. <sighs> I know China's done it. I mean, the Soviets did it. You know? The old Holodomor was, was a really good experiment in that. And they have had no problems with Ukraine since. So, uh, I think uh, John Kerry's got it fixed. Because, I, I mean, when I think of somebody who understands farming, I think of John Kerry. <laughs> oh, Yeah. You know, every time I see him parasailing off the shores of Nantucket, I right. say, or, no, uh, wind, wind sailing, wind, what was it, windsurfing? I can't remember which yeah. one, I just remember that picture wind of him surfing. in the middle of that. Uh, but yeah, windsurfing off the shores of Nantucket, I think, here's a man who's, 
whose next step is to make sure he's got manure and he's he's yeah. in fertilizer. He's out there in the fields working hard to make sure that your food gets to you. In a he's up to manner. his neck in fertilizer most <laughs> he times. Is. Yeah, that I would so, agree with. And he's he's a guy who likes to get his hands dirty. You know, I can see him all the time getting in his hands in the soil. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Doing uh, manual labor. labor. That's the John mm-hmm. Kerry, Teresa Hines Kerry way. Yeah. I will tell you that. Um, I will tell you that I would like to send him someplace where he's doing hard manual labor. <laughs> I'd like to send a lot of these people into yeah. a place to work like a farm, you know, okay. of, of, sorts. of sorts. Yeah. yeah. With, you know, with lodging, obviously. Of course, we got to provide lodging in three squares. Yeah. Three squares I every like those, day. You know, Glenn, I like those open environments where like, you mm-hmm. know, even though it might be a small area, you can see for a long distance between like, uh, you know, like bars, you know, like the bars come down oh, and you can see right through. That's see, really, that's, yeah, yeah it's very that's beautiful. kind of old school, but I like yeah, that kind yeah. of feel. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jane Fonda, uh, she was at the uh, Cannes Film Festival, Con being the operative word. Oh, it's spelled with an A. Hmm. Uh, she said, climate change is very serious. It's very serious. We have about seven or eight years to cut ourselves in half of what we use of fossil fuels. Unfortunately, the people that have the least responsibility for it are hit the hardest. The global south, the people on islands, poor people of color. It's a tragedy that we absolutely have to stop. We have to arrest and jail these men. They're all men behind this. We have to arrest them and jail them. I'm quoting her. And that's why she didn't actually go to the Cannes Film Festival. She did it virtually because of all of the carbon that she would have just expelled into the atmosphere to go over for a stupid film festival. You know, she and the cars and the planes and the, oh, my gosh, it always is men. It's good for us all to realize there would be no climate crisis. I, I mean, I can't even read this with a straight face. <laughs> it's good for us to realize that there would be no climate crisis if. 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 No guess? No fill in the blank? No climate crisis if it only one thing. Wasn't for all that capitalism? <laughs> oh, that, that would make sense. <laughs> okay. No climate crisis if there was no racism. Oh. Okay. There would be no climate crisis if there were no patriarchy. I think I'm close on this one. White men are the things that matter and then everything else is at the bottom. Well, you can take everything, so. racism, sexism, misogyny, homophobia, whatever, the war. If you really get in it and study it and learn about it and the history of it, everything's connected. There would be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism. Mm. Wow. She's nailed us. She's nailed us as a white man. Woo! Did she get that one right? I've always thought the climate was racist. You know, uh, seems to be doing such a terrible job helping minorities and doing such a great job enriching whites. And that's uh, what the climate's been doing for thousands and thousands of years. Well, I mean, uh, th- ho- hopefully, you know, all you poor people turn off the radio for a minute because just us rich white they, men are going to listen. They can't hear us. They don't have radios. Oh, it's like a dog. Th- oh, they don't have radios. They're, yeah, they're too poor. OK, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Well, they couldn't understand it anyway. They're so stupid. Um, But if you're a white man, we all know, right? Am I right? That's the only reason why I I spray hairspray, aerosol, hairspray into the eyes of bunnies Mm -hmm. just to be able to get the earth to heat up some. You know, well, also to hurt the bunnies. Let's not minimize that. Well, we want, I mean, we want is, them to feel it's pain. kind of a satisfying kind of, you know, side benefit, okay. you know, to see the so cute you don't look little at it bunnies. central to or the mission. No, mm-hmm. the mission is just to get the planet to heat up so everyone will starve except for us. Right. The and we man. have we know exactly what that amount is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to keep working yeah. on that project. All of us together here listening. And I guess some, if you happen to, have, if we're a poor person and you've recently stolen a radio, you can turn it back on now. That yeah. would be difficult to know that because you weren't listening. Uh, but just so you know. They're so stupid. They wouldn't know how to turn it back on anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, by the way, the people who run the fossil fuel industry, and she said, I might add, the politicians that they bought off who haven't had, quote, the gumption to stand up for the climate. She said, I want to see some sort of Nuremberg trial for climate criminals. Yeah. Yeah. So look mm. out, gang. If uh, you're a white man. Oh, is that RFK Jr.? Is he talking? Is he? Uh, on, uh, I'm sorry. Is he? Is he? Uh, that is. He's laying out his new policies. I got a prediction for you okay. on that. Let mm-hmm. me break and he's I come back. He's going to completely abandon it because he's getting no, no, support no. from the right. Oh, okay. Got a good prediction right. for you. Okay. Uh, good Ranchers <laughs> is here. Summer is here. And Good Ranchers wants to remind you, Summer and Good Ranchers are here. So fire up the grill. Throw on a set of steaks or burgers. Mm. And the best quality, I don't mean just taste, Come from the come from the American farm or the American ranch. They're made in America, and it's the one thing we still do right. Now, uh, Good Ranchers is going to save you a lot of money because that inflation, which is definitely transitory, yeah, meaning it's going to go up because it's not going down. Um, with all the stuff that's happening with farms, your meat is going to go through the roof, through the roof. If you like meat, bacon, fish, chicken, any of it, you just go to GoodRanchers.com right now. American meat delivered to your door. You order through Good Ranchers, they will lock in that price so your price never goes up. You're not going to get that anyplace else. GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 30 bucks. GoodRanchers.com. Glenn Beck. I know. Uh, we're just uh, having a conversation about RFK. You're, you're. I mean, you're more optimistic in its chances to win the primary. No, than I'm I just. Am. Let's put I'm it that just. Way. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm pessimistic that common sense would play a role in anything anymore. Uh, and I, I think if if Donald Trump gets the nomination, they'll run Biden, and even if he's dead. Disney will step in and it'll be either be an audio animatronic or a AI Biden. Um, however, he is so weak with the Democrats. If you see RFK getting into the 30s, he might be the guy. He might. And he is uh, he is no friend to conservatives. The Glenn Beck program.